0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 201, The Value of Confidence, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com, and I'm your host, Dr. Neil Malek. Hey, it's another week of Optimal Health Daily. Welcome back. If you're new here, this is the podcast where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs out there. And this isn't the only show reading you blogs. In fact, we just launched our fifth podcast in our network. It's called Optimal Living Daily Relationships and features our first female host, Jocelyn, who happens to be the wife of Lee, who's the host of Optimal Startup Daily. She's reading from many of the same authors that you hear on this show, like Leo Babauta of Zen Habits, Good Life Zen, and Steve Pavlina, who I'm actually reading from today. So make sure you search for and subscribe to Optimal Living Daily Relationships wherever you're hearing this show to give that podcast some support too. And now, Let's hear from Steve Pavlina on confidence building and start optimizing your life. The Value of Confidence by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Last night, I gave a speech called The Value of Confidence, which was about how to mentally put yourself into a state of confidence, feeling certain of success even when your knowledge suggests you should expect to fail. Delivering a speech like this puts an extra burden on the speaker, since it must be done with absolute confidence and certainty. Otherwise, the audience will easily detect the incongruency. Even if you're extremely skilled and talented, a lack of self-confidence can prevent you from performing at your best in pressure situations. For example, if you work in sales, it's one thing to read a book and learn and understand some new sales techniques, but it's a very different challenge to actually go out and apply those techniques when face-to-face with a prospect. The major limiting factor often isn't a lack of knowledge or practice, but rather the limiting belief that you can't expect to perform well the first few times, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Public speaking is a great example. Many people have the knowledge and skill to write a speech that an audience would enjoy, and when practiced in private, they may even do a decent job but put them in front of an audience or even just suggest the idea and they quickly succumb to feelings of self-doubt and worry. However, if you take such people to a stage hypnosis show and they're hypnotized, they'll get up on stage and perform wonderfully with no fear at all, even with no rehearsal or prepared material. Being under hypnosis doesn't magically bestow any new skills, but it can put people into a state where they have full and unrestricted access to their best internal resources. What new endeavors might you be able to take on if you were hypnotized to believe with absolute certainty that you would succeed at them? You may currently believe that confidence is the result of a history of success. While a history of success can certainly increase your confidence, you don't actually need that history to feel confident. Confidence is a feeling of certainty, a natural inner resource that can be summoned whenever you want it. The key to feeling confident lies in a quote from Albert Einstein. Quote, imagination is more powerful than knowledge. Even when your knowledge tells you to expect failure, you have the ability to consciously direct your imagination to override that impulse and feel certain of success anyway. Most people let their imaginations run on autopilot, so they sometimes see themselves succeeding, but they also worry about failure. This is like trying to drive a car by pushing the accelerator and the brake at the same time. To feel confident, you must focus your mind to see only one outcome, the one of you performing at your very best. If you catch yourself worrying, also known as mentally rehearsing failure, you need to immediately take your foot off that brake and focus on the accelerator. No matter how many times you catch yourself worrying or contemplating failure, just keep refocusing your mind on the image of success. In order to avoid the problem of overconfidence, let your decision to create a state of confidence be subservient to your logic, reason, and common sense. If you feel confident that you'll perform well on a big new project and use this as an excuse to underprepare, that's a mistaken application of confidence. But there are times when you've done all you can intellectually and now you need to get yourself into the most emotionally resourceful state possible. Whenever you have to perform under pressure is a good time to put yourself into a state of confidence. A speech, a sales call, an audition, an interview, an exam, etc. So on the one hand, Be careful not to over-rely on confidence to save you by using it as an excuse to procrastinate on preparation. But on the other hand, it's amazing just how far confidence alone can get you. When I was going through college, I often didn't have as much time to prepare for exams as I would have liked, but I was really good at putting myself into a state of certainty of success right before the exam, regardless of how well-prepared I felt intellectually. And this state of confidence was often enough to allow me to perform well, even when I had barely studied the material. Because I expected to do well via my imagination, not my knowledge, my subconscious mind found a way to fulfill that vision. Often this came in the form of creative solutions. For example, if I took a math test and didn't remember the formula that was intended to be used to solve a particular problem, my subconscious mind would find an alternative way to solve the problem using what I did know. Because I was in a state of total certainty of success, I had the fullest possible access to all my internal resources, including the ability to solve problems in ways I wasn't consciously aware of. Confidence is not a panacea, but being able to make yourself feel certain of success can give you a massive edge in many endeavors. Confidence is often the deciding factor in making a sale, closing a deal, acing a test, nailing an audition, getting a date, being hired or promoted, or making the team. And a lack of confidence can put you into the decrepit state where even though you have the intellectual resources to succeed, you don't even make the attempt. You fail to ask for the sale, the raise, the date, or whatever. Sometimes just summoning the confidence to ask is all it takes to achieve a successful result. What more could you accomplish if you added the tool of confidence to your arsenal of skills, consciously directing your imagination away from visualizing negative outcomes and 100% on creating a feeling of certainty of success? You just listened to the post titled The Value of Confidence by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. This is kind of similar to the placebo effect, which I've talked about in previous episodes on this show. The self-fulfilling prophecy can be summed up in this way. If you believe it to be true, it will likely happen. If you believe you are no good at math, you probably won't be good at math. If you believe you cannot lose weight, you probably won't. Now, this may seem like foo-foo stuff, but they've actually studied this quite a bit. And sure enough, they found if you believe something about yourself to be true, you tend to move in that direction and it becomes true. So I like Steve's idea of imagining yourself with confidence. Even if you don't have it, by visualizing this, you will exude confidence automatically. And you know how we've talked about standing upright and standing straight on this show? They've actually discovered that when you force yourself to stand up straight with your head up it automatically secretes these hormones that make you feel more confident. So even if you don't believe it on the inside, make sure that your outside represents you as a very confident individual. Then, through the use of the self-fulfilling prophecy, you will become confident. Now, before I go, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we just launched a fifth podcast in our network of reading you blogs. It just launched today and we're super excited. It's called Optimal Living Daily Relationships and covers everything to have more meaningful relationships in your life, from dating to parenting and everything in between. The host is Jocelyn and she reads from many of the same authors you hear on this show. We'd love it if you could show some support for her. Just search for Optimal Living Daily Relationships wherever you're hearing this show and make sure you subscribe. Wishing you as always a very happy Monday. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. I'll see you tomorrow with a post from Ben Greenfield, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism